From the Aleuts at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Can the 49ers leave New Orleans Saints saying, Who that? Who who deal? I hope you guys are ready to have the noise brought on you. The noise brought on you. The noise. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have some uh, stuff to talk about. 49ers have a absolutely huge game. This win could put the 49ers at 5-5 five and five, back in the playoff hunt. 9% chance of making the playoffs. So you're telling me there's a chance. I've had a few days away from the Niners. I'm back. I'm re-energized. The, I'm faithful. They're going to do it, I think. <laughs> I think. Maybe. Um, Since you're re-energized, Mr. Horst, give us your offensive key matchup. My offensive key matchup is the 49ers getting their run game going this week. They have failed to do it the last two weeks, and it is a big reason why they've lost the last two games. Especially with the backup quarterback in, they need to get the run game going. If they do not, it's going to put too much pressure on Nick Mullins against a good Saints team, and they're going to struggle. The last two games against Seattle, they had 22 carries for 52 yards, and against Green Bay, they had 17 for 55. Now, I know Green Bay... They got down quick, so they didn't, you know, it got harder to run the ball. They had to throw, but they need to change those numbers. They need to rush for 100 yards to have a chance to win this game. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's going to be a big part of it. And for my offensive key matchup, I'm going to go with the 49ers need to get Mullins some rhythm passes early. So I want the rhythm passing game against the Saints defense. The 49ers need to get it going. They need to execute. Take advantage of what Horse was talking about. Get the run game going, and they get rhythm passes where Mullen's back foot hits and he gets rid of the ball quickly. When he does this, he's very successful. When he doesn't, it starts causing problems for the 49ers, and that's what I'm most worried about because we've saw in previous games when, when uh, Mullen doesn't have rhythm, he starts making mistakes. When he holds the ball, he tries to force things, and that's when he can get into trouble. The only thing the 49ers can do, and that's the part that's missing Jimmy Garoppolo, is they need to be successful, complete, 70, 75% of their passes, very rhythm, very accurate. Of course, you know, that's kind of the key matchups, I think, for this game for the 49ers on offense. Yeah, I agree. Um, helping those things will definitely be the return of Debo Samuel. It'll be helping both sides of it. You know what? I sure hope I sure hope he's going to play. Uh, that's what they've made it sound like, no? Yeah, they, they definitely have been making it sound like, even though he didn't practice oh, no. today. So they're going to decide if he's going to practice. Well, uh, coming the up. return of Debo Samuel would help it, those things immensely. It, it would definitely help him, Brandon Ayuk. And those guys being out there is definitely going to be big for the 49ers. Hopefully, because we don't know if Kendrick Bourne is going to pl be playing. So Richie James might get a lot of those snaps. I'm actually excited to see Richie James. And we have a question here for our fans and our listeners. And I'm going to ask him first. 
Richie James over under 25 snaps this week, even with a healthy Kendrick Bourne. I think with a healthy Kendrick Bourne, it's below. With a Without a healthy Kendrick Bourne, it will hit 25. I think the reason being the 49ers are also going to run some multiple tight end sets because you have Jordan Reed, so sometimes you won't see the third receiver on the field, especially if Debo plays. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, uh, Ross Dwelly, and then uh, Jordan Reed or... A combination with uh, check. But I am excited to see if Richie James can continue the momentum he started last week. Definitely. He looked fantastic. I would love to see him out there. I think he'll have some opportunities to make plays. Kyle is definitely confident in what he can do. And as much as I like the guy, maybe a little more Richie James, a little less Trent Taylor. Unfortunately, Trent Taylor, I think, has fallen on the depth chart. Yeah, I... Like him, but I, I just I'm a fan, but um, you know, the professional football is about production, and Richie James really showed out last week. It really is, you know. So let's get to our defensive key matchups. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, kick this one off. Um, for me, the defensive key matchup is going to be stopping Alvin Kamara and this run game. They're gonna be doing some interesting stuff with the quarterback running the ball when Drew Brees is obviously not playing quarterback. Um, <laughs> but stopping Alvin Kamara is gonna be so big because if he gets it going, the Saints offense is pretty much unstoppable. Then they're able to do whatever they want, take advantage of the defense. You'll get Marcel Harris creeping into the box. His eyes will go forward. We saw what happens when he starts um, you know, getting out of position or they have to show him in the box to stop the run. It gets kind of sketchy. So the 49ers definitely need to make sure that the front four does a really good job. And also Fred Warner of stopping Alvin Kamara. I think Fred Warner is going to be amped for this. He's going to be excited. He's going to want to go in there and stuff Alvin Kamara. I guarantee you're going to see some big hits. You're going to see him posturing over the top of Kamara, letting him know, hey, I'm in the house. I am the number one linebacker. So I think it's going to be a fun matchup to watch. That's definitely strength on strength yeah. between those two guys. Yeah, that's key because the Saints, especially as Breeze has gotten a little older, it is show Breeze is still a very, very good quarterback, but his age is starting to show a little bit in his performances. And he's not, not the guy you want throwing 50 times anymore. Uh, if you right. can shut their run game down, that makes them one-dimensional and it makes them a lot more beatable. Yeah, I think that's that that's definitely something that's pressing for the 49ers. Horse, what's your defense defensive key matchup? I have a feeling I know where this is going. Um, something similar to what we saw uh, in the game last year. Yeah, my defensive key matchup is Marcel Harris against Saints tight end Jared Cook. Last year, Tart happened to be out when they played the Saints as well, and Marcel Harris played for him. And as we've talked about on here before, Marcel Harris's strength is not coverage. And he got burned in the first quarter for two catches for 64 yards and two touchdowns. And you never want to be happy when another player gets hurt, but it was pretty lucky for the 49ers that on the second touchdown catch, Cook got hurt and was unable to return because he was absolutely torching Harris. Yeah, he definitely was. I mean, I think if Cook wouldn't have got hurt, I mean, there was already over 40 points for both teams in that game, and infamously, George Kittle makes that crazy run down the sidelines, and he's getting face masks, and he makes the play, and the 49ers win. I mean, it's pretty much history at this point, um, but that was a scary matchup. I, I would think that the 49ers have to come up with some sort of a different game plan. Maybe it's Tarverius Moore. 
possibly covering Jared Cook? Or even what about uh, Jonathan Cyprian? Could we finally they, see Jonathan Cyprian get some real snaps at safety? You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Nothing against Marcel Harris personally, but we've talked about that on here before. Marcel Harris is not a very good coverage safety. Yeah. And I think both Cyprian and Tavarius Moore upgrades at covering Jared Cook over him. Yeah, definitely. Even if they decided to slide Jimmy Ward over into that kind of mm-hmm. coverage role, Tarverius Moore to come in, or Jonathan Cyprian, I think either one of those is a better option as far as covering Cook, like you said, than uh, Marcel Harris. Worried about the matchup this week with the Saints? I know we are. So if you want to keep, if you want to be kept up to date on injuries, matchups, and what the 49ers need to do to win, as well as come either celebrate with us or deal with the agony of defeat like our podcast subscribe hit the notification button and leave a comment we will comment back let us know your feelings on the game let us know if we missed a matchup you think will be key in the game just come and say hi yeah definitely interact with us it'll be fun wow that's really (laughs) more whoa 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 it's wow that's bold time where we give our bold predictions for the game some of them work out some of them do not (laughs) but that's why they're bold and that's why we say wow when they're really bold horst what is your wow that's bold moment for this game i'm scaling it down a little bit for this week bringing it back okay okay but it is pretty bold for how they've played lately the 49ers will score a touchdown on their first drive this week. Okay. I got I got I got two bold ones. First off, 49ers will fly to New Orleans and they will play this game. That's bold. No. The real wild that's bold for this week is that Robbie Gold is gonna kick four field goals. Yeah, four. I think it's going to be a field goal game. So that means they're scoring at least 19. That's right. At least 19 points between uh, your opening drive touchdown, my four field goals. Now that's the noise. (laughs) That's the noise. I saw the news, heard that someone's missing, and someone's hot on the trail. Gee, I wonder who could be behind it all. I wonder who. (laughs) So it seems our favorite vigilante is now on the case, looking for a helpless little football fan who must have lost his way while in Green Bay. Oh, I wonder where he could be. I wonder what could have made the little tyke disappear. <laughs> of course with me. <laughs> Who else do you think would be? And if you want to see him again, if you want to find Alex, you got to find me. I'm right here. Come and find me. But realize, for every minute it takes you, it costs someone else a minute.
So if I were you, I'd hurry up. Because you never know what it might cost you. <laughs> We have football picks. That's right. <laughs> Silly me. Forgot the point behind this whole thing. I'm going to choose the Seahawks over the Rams. I'm going to choose the Bills over the Cardinals. And, in the, of course, to make you guys happy, Niners over the Saints. Because missing out on your buddy, you need some joy. Some laughter, maybe? Or is it something else? I could never tell. <laughs> Besides the boy, Alex, we really got to get you out of here. I took care of the people upstairs already with some gas. They're going to be out for like 20, 30 minutes. But, oh, 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 I got I got it. Yes. Hello. This is Matt. Oh, Robin. Robin. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What are you right now? What is happening right now? Oh, we can't. We can't push this back till late. Okay. No, right now. All right. Okay. No, I'm going to wrap up right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. Okay. Get, get it started. Yeah, Batmobile, new interior. Okay. All right, bye, sweet. Um, little bit of a hiccup. I, I gotta go do some other things. You're important, like I, but I've saved you. You got like 45 minutes till I wake up. So you gotta get, get, get out of here. You gotta get your stuff together. You gotta get out of here. Um, but you're you're welcome. C congratulations, by the way. But the but my hands. What about my hands? What about him? What in the... What the frick is going on here? What is this? Where the heck am I? Um... Okay, update guys. Batman apparently saved the crap out of me. Uh, but I have no idea where the hell I am. Hey, look at this. This is... Okay, listen. I'm not 100% sure when I'm going to be back, but I do know one thing. What, what the heck happened last week? I mean, for real. I don't, even under, I don't even understand it. I don't understand what happened or how it happened. Um, but it, it, it was not good. Um, okay, so I got to figure out where the heck I am. But before I go and embark on a journey from wherever the hell I am back to back to Lodi and to you guys in the podcast. We got games coming up this week that I got to make picks on. I didn't give any matchups. I'm not going to worry about that, but picks, they're so important, man. I, I want that belt, especially after this traumatic experience. Oh my God. Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Bills over the Cardinals. 
I'm going to have to take the, uh, the Rams over the Seahawks because I, I hate Pete Carroll. I really do. I'm not a big fan of Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick, but Pete, Pete Carroll mostly. Uh, and I'm going to have to take the Niners over the Saints because I didn't actually get to watch the game, so I don't really know what happened. I heard Jordan Reed came back, though, guys. That's, that's good. That makes me feel a little warm. It's freezing. Okay, I'm going to try and find my way back now. Um, I guess wish me luck, and thanks, Batman. I, I appreciate it. Although he kind of just left me here, so... Yeah, he's kind of a dick, guys. I'm not going to lie. A little, little bit of a butthole, but at least I'm not dead. So hopefully I'll see you guys soon. Later, Cutback Podcast. All right, horse. It's lock it up time. We are in a dead heat. Um, picking the 49ers every week has definitely cut into our win totals. Um, but you can see where we're sitting. I had a very bad week. Uh, the NFC West definitely let me down. So let's go through these games. Let's make some picks. You guys saw what um, Alex and the Azorian one uh, made for their picks. So, Horse, let's go through it, man. Let's rack it up for us. All right. Um, first, we have the Bills at the Cardinals. Ooh. Who do you have? You know what? This is a really, really tough one because the Bills just played so well against the Seahawks. And, you know, it was in Buffalo, so that does make a difference. But they really limited Mr. Unlimited. And the Seahawks still, you know, gave him some uh, some fight there at the end. But um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I, I really don't know exactly why other than I think that the Cardinals will pose a little bit more problems. It's in Arizona. Um, I think Kyler Murray will cause some problems for them. So I'm just going to go with the Cardinals 31-29. to I think the toughest thing about the Bills is that you don't know which Josh Allen's going to show up. Yeah. Is it Josh Allen, the MVP candidate? Or is it the Josh Allen that threw one touchdown to four picks over four games? I, you never know. The good Josh Allen showed up against Seattle, and they played great. Yeah, they got up early. I'm not counting on that Josh Allen showing up two weeks in a row. I also am taking Arizona. I have Arizona winning 34-31. Yeah, I'm okay. So next game is a big NFC West matchup. You've got division leading Seattle Seahawks traveling to Los Angeles to play a team that's right in the thick of things. The LA Rams. Horst, is it going to be the Seahawks or is it going to be the Rams? Are the Rams going to pull the Seahawks back even farther into this kind of midst of darkness where every NFC West team is sitting. You know, I've hated on these guys all year. We even had to talk about it on the podcast a week or two ago about, like, why do I keep picking against the Rams? Why do I? Yeah. And they're, you said they're a good football team. And the Rams are a damn good football team. Yeah. I'm going to take the Rams over Seattle because Seattle's offense is playing great. And aside from the punchless 49ers, Seattle's defense is not playing well. No. And I think that Seattle's the more well-rounded, or excuse me, that the Rams are the more well-rounded football team again in the matchup. Yeah. So if the Rams have their best game, I think is better than Seattle's best game. And I'm going to take the Rams 28-24. Yeah, this is going to be, this was another one that was going to be tough um, to decide. Um, you know, I've kind of rolled with the Rams a little bit recently. Mm-hmm. I thought that they've looked well. I thought uh, McVay's come up with some good game plans. I didn't like Goff's performance against Miami. 
I thought that when a pass rush got, you know, anywhere near him, he just turned the ball over like crazy. That run game is still good, and I think they can get off against Seattle. Um, but when it came down to it, I, I'm looking at pure quarterback matchup. It's well, Mr. Seattle Unlimited. definitely wins that. It's Mr. Unlimited and... Um, Mr. Unlimited. Uh, Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson against uh, Mr. Goff. And I think that the, the Seahawks will blitz him. I think they will they will scare him a little bit. And he doesn't do a good job making quick decisions, especially against zone coverage. I think Jamal Adams will probably sack him a few times. And I think that's where they'll get their pressure. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Seattle 38-31. to 31. And uh, Seattle will kind of keep their lead in the NFC West. Question, do you think they could play a similar defensive game plan to the one they brought out against the Niners? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I think that it really, what it came down to, Goff can move. They can move the pocket with Goff. And Garoppolo was hurt. And Garoppolo was hurt. He couldn't. He couldn't move. There. He's not the fastest guy. I, anyways, and I do but. think that Goff is going to have some success in this game. That's why I think it's going to be thirty-eight to thirty-one. I'm basically just picking Russell Wilson to do Russell Wilson things at the end of this game and win. And I, I think that I honestly think the Rams are a better team, but I think that there is a handicap between Russell Wilson and and Jared Goff. Fair enough. All right, so this is the big game, horse. This is the one. It's 49ers versus the Saints. Last year, it came down to the very last second, and Robbie Gold kicked the game-winning field goal. How do you see 49ers versus the Saints going this year? If you remember, in 1980, 49ers were down to the Saints 35-7 to at halftime and won the game. Pretty much what kickstarted Joe Montana's NFL career has nothing to do with this. <laughs> but I just thought it was a positive mem- memory. To find something great. I got it. Last year, 49ers fell down big, came back and won. This year, my 49ers fandom will not allow me to pick the Saints. I'm taking the Niners. I, I don't know what the score is going to be. I'm taking the Niners. You're just Niners, no score. Yeah. Niners somehow. Maybe do. there will be no score, but Niners. I like it. So last year, the big thing in this in this game was Cook got injured, which kind of slowed the offense. And then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was, I mean, making great great plays, hitting Emmanuel Sanders, hitting George Kittle. Um, they had the full complement of running backs, and they were but taking advantage Emmanuel of it. Sanders on the other team. Now. I know he's on the other team now, and that was going to be part of my point. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you you, you jumped it. You jumped the gun. Sorry. Um, but you know what the you know what the the thing is I just named off that the the running backs were intact. They're not intact this time. Uh, J- Jimmy Garoppolo is not throwing passes. George Kittle is not catching passes, and Emmanuel Sanders plays for the Saints. 49ers do not have enough firepower. Even though the Robbie Gold will kick four field goals, the 49ers will score a touchdown on the first drive. Like Mr. Horse said, funny that he brought that up about the 19 points because I think the Saints are going to win 31 to 19, and I think that the 49ers just unfortunately fall to the New Orleans Saints, and I'm getting stared at. I didn't think this day was going to come, but I'm. I, I can't. I just the 49ers are not better than the Saints. No, they're at not. Almost any position. No, they're not. So yeah. But luckily they're playing in New Orleans. So. 
So that's a good thing that they're yeah. playing in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. And they're down players. So. Yeah, this one this one cut me up. I didn't want to make this pick. I didn't want to pick against the 49ers. I will root for the 49ers. I hope the 49ers prove me wrong. I hope that when we come back, I have a loss because of the 49ers. But I don't, I don't see it happening. All right, horse. So we went over some of the key matchups and some of the, you know, things that we've looked at. What are some other things that we think are going to be very important in this game? I mean, now we got Trent Williams back on the left side. I think that's going to be important. Um, what, what other matchups do we see that are going to be pivotal for this game? Obviously, getting Ayuk back is also going to be huge. We still don't know for sure, but there's a chance Debo Samuel plays. Right. That would be gigantic. Unfortunately, they have ruled out Raheem Mostert, yep. and Shanahan didn't sound very positive about Sherman playing. Yeah, I think uh, Doctor Sherm wants to play, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to rush him back. I think by having him sit out, you know, and just be ready to play against the Rams after the bye week, I think it makes the most sense. Um, I, I think one thing that's just scaring me is the fact that Jaquiski tarts out again. You know, I mean, we we just. It, it, you see the difference when he's not playing. Well, and I love Jaquiski Tart as a player. He's been a very good 49er, but I know his big contract's coming up. And, and like I've said in previous episodes, can't make the club in the tub. And yep. he's not really giving them a great reason to get pay him a lot of money because they've clearly been burned by guys with injuries this year yeah so it's gonna be hard for the Niners to put up money for him after the season um I think this game is it's gonna be a really tough game I know I picked the Niners I always do it's homerism at its finest um I'm willing to admit that but it's gonna be a really tough game like you said they're they're basically outmatched at every position and they're facing a really good coach and Sean Payton a really great quarterback. He's not as great physically, but mentally he's as great as he ever was. And Drew Brees, uh, Mike Thomas is supposed to be back. They have Emmanuel Sanders. They have Jared Cook. They have Alvin Kamara. They have Latavius Murray. Um, defensively, they've got pass rushers. They've got the hot boy at linebacker. That's, That's going to be hard to see. And I don't even want to see it. I know Quan still has love from the Niners, and I know Quan still has love for the Niners, but if you don't think Quan's going to be out there to prove a point, you're mistaken. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I think if the 49ers were coming in full strength, you know, I, I think that I would be more inclined to pick them. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that worries me is last year we struggled to get to Drew Brees. Drew Brees got the ball out, and that was when we had Nick Bosa, you know. Uh, Ford didn't play. Ford didn't play, but we had Buckner, Armstead, you know, we had Ronald Blair. We had those guys. Um, we were a little lacking in the secondary. We were missing Tart, of course, in that game as well. Um, and then we had kind of the question marks at corner, even though Mosley was kind of starting to step up. But without that pass rush getting to Drew Brees, I mean, this dude is dangerous. He just picked apart Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay has a good defense. Not a great defense. Maybe a semi-great defense. But that's what scares scares me. When you give Drew Brees time to read and make plays, you know, and then they're they're kind of got the full assortment of weapons now, 
that that's what scares me um especially playing the saints there the saints always seem to kind of get certain calls there it's a tough place to play uh just i don't know that that's the scary part schematic wise um the 49ers don't match up great with the saints not right now not with all their injuries no you know um the scary thing is the saints coming out and getting up 14 to nothing and the Niners, with the guys that are missing, with their quarterback situation, just are not built to come from behind like that. I would normally say the 49ers could blitz Drew Brees, cause problems that way. The problem is Sean Payton is one of the best at scheming up screen passes. Mm-hmm. And if he catches the 49ers making that that blitz, if Drew Brees recognizes it and they get <coughs> a screen pass, I mean, Kamara's lights out in the open field. And, man, that's that's... Those are the plays that just scare me to death. Then you find yourself giving up a touchdown to a guy with a nose ring. That is right. Alvin Kamara will be housing it. And I'm afraid this is one of those games that can get away from you quick. The the key for the 49ers is going to be, like you said, running the football, making uh, sure that we have rhythm throws and we move the we move Keep the ball. Keep Drew Brees off the field. Keep him off the field. You can't get in a shootout like you did last year and win the game. You have to keep this low scoring. I think if this game, if we keep New Orleans somewhere in the 20s, there's a possibility of winning the game. If the game, if they get into the 30s, zero chance of winning. Game over. Yeah, I agree. Um, and watch Mullins will probably go off and throw for 500 yards, and the managers get into the 40s. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Um, once again, don't mistake our doubting as not rooting for him. If the 49ers win, I will be picking against them every week. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so I mean, I think those are some of the keys to the game. It's going to be the line will be pretty set this week. We have good players across the offensive line, defensive line. It's the same cats doing the same thing. So hopefully, hopefully we can get more, you know, out of them. I I was really hoping we were going to have Raheem Mostert. I think if we'd had Raheem Mostert, the offense would look different. Um, the only hope now is Debo Samuel. I think if they're missing Debo Samuel in this game. The offense is really going to struggle with the ball. Yeah. Um, let's hope that, I mean, hey, faithful, gear up, be faithful. Yep. Um, let's go cheer our team on. But um, let's not get crazy if they do lose and decide Shanahan and Lynch need to go. That, that was silly last week. Yeah, no, no craziness like that. Um, you know, I mean, I think one thing, too, we should probably talk about, speaking of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, is... You know, Tack McKinley was picked up by the Cincinnati Bengals through waivers, and Shanahan said that they didn't put in a claim, but it's being reported by Ian Rappaport that the 49ers did put in a claim, and if he would have went past Cincinnati, he would be a San Francisco 49er right now. That would have been nice. We just can't uh, catch a break. You know, I mean, mean, last year, Suggs didn't make it to us uh, this time. It's uh, Tack McKinley. But, you know, they had McKinley available on the trade block. If you wanted him that bad, give up a seventh or sixth rounder for him. I don't think – I wouldn't either, but I, – I wouldn't. You know why you don't? Because he's going to be a free agent in the offseason. You can claim him through waivers, try him out, see what's there, you know, see if, if he can produce. And, you know, like Jordan Willis, to try out the, the money's not big. You have no loss of draft capital. That's why you kind of make that, you know – that choice and that decision, I wouldn't have traded for him either. Oh, you know what I noticed? 
Jordan Willis is a high effort guy. He is, yeah. I don't know if he's the greatest player. Maybe some more good coaching this off. If the Niners were to bring him back, some more of that coaching from uh, Kasarik. But you know what? That guy, when he's in, plays with a really high motor. I will give him this, is that already in two games, he showed me more than a lot of the guys that are there. He mm-hmm. reminds me of uh, kind of a smaller version of Kerry Hyder, as far as he never stops. His yeah. motor keeps running. He plays really hard. So when he's in the game now, even though it's weird to see number 78, you know, kind of rushing the passer again, we haven't seen it for years. Um, I kind of like it. You know? Shout out to Pierce Holt. Pierce Holt. I have a picture of him on my wall. He does. I've seen it. Yep. And, uh, you know, I really think that he he could show something over these, you know, these next... Earn himself a contract for yeah, next year. He probably could. And maybe, you know, the Fortnite could get him at a, a cheap rate. They're the only ones that really believed in him made that trade. So You know, he's one of those guys that's... He's playing to play in the NFL next year. Yeah, he's playing for his, his life, his job. His career. I mean, I think that's the same thing with somebody like Kevin White. Um, you know, River Craycraft has now got the quadricep issue. That's kind of sketchy. Hopefully, he can play. You didn't tell me we were down those kind of weapons. Yeah. You know what? I I'm gonna be honest. I like River Craycraft last week. I did. I wasn't hating on him. I, I thought didn't he like was, his drums. Well, he had a drop, but that was a tough play to make. Um, he had. Did he have another drop that I'm missing? Yeah. No. He had one over on the for first down. You know, the one that was thrown like three yards behind him, the one that he prevented an interception from happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to give that to poor Mr. River Craycraft. He's had enough struggles in his life. He doesn't need horse to throw these kind of <laughs> painful things onto him. All right, so this is going to be a big game for the 49ers. Make sure you tune into our recap show that comes out on Tuesday, 5:30 Pacific. We'll be breaking down the game. Hopefully, we're celebrating the 49ers slaying the beast that is the Saints getting back into the playoff hunt. Five and five will put them right in the midst of it. Get them right back close to that seventh wild card spot. That would be big. You can find out all about it if all the key matches panned out on that recap show Tuesday, 5.30 Pacific. Yeah, this is big time right here. Big time upset coming. Yeah. And, and wasn't there another guy? Yeah, what happened to that guy? I still don't know. Well, I mean, we got to see the video in the lock it up section, you know, so hopefully he's all right. I'm curious to find out the whole story. Do you think he really knows Batman? I don't know if he knows Batman, but Batman saved him. Did he really? But you'll find out all that and more. But horse, you know what time it is? Let's chop another one up. I don't know if Batman saved him or not, man. I don't like it. There could be some shenanigans going on there. I mean, maybe he's helping other teams. Maybe he's helping other podcasts.